So on a follow-up that won't make sense to most people, don't get hit on the head with a giant tree. Correct. Okay, that was your suggestion. We were discussing the uh, the storms across the country earlier, earlier and how many people lose their lives getting squashed by yeah. uh, tree limbs. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. So we stayed. We actually stayed in a hotel last night because we're over twenty four hours. We're like thirty six hours with no electricity at our house, and it's really cold and dark, and can't take a shower. For new listeners, turning on each other yet? We haven't turned on each other yet. No cannibalism of any kind. That's good. That's good. Jack, well done, Mrs. Jack, and two boys in a single hotel room. Did we get a suite? Did we get adjoining rooms? Uh, no. I got a big hotel room, but a single room. Okay. And uh, the biggest room they had was the handicapped room that gives you more space, and it was open. Um, so I took it. And the kids had never been in a handicapped uh, shower before, and they thought that getting to sit down while you spray the hot water on you was just the greatest thing that ever happened. It's pretty good. <laughs> they just sat there. This is awesome. All the scrubbing, all the soaping. A boy gets tired. <laughs> We've been living like fools. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I really ought to finish up the discussion of the subway lawsuit because it smells to me like weak old tuna. Let Complain. me tease. Let me tease this. Then the San Francisco school board has once again gotten national attention for deciding to rename forty-four San Francisco schools, including taking names like Washington, Lincoln, and Jefferson off of schools. Uh, you didn't think we were quite there yet in terms of cancel culture, but yeah, we're to canceling George Washington at least for the San Francisco schools. The list of names and then some of the blast backs are worth hearing, so that's on the way. So very briefly, there's, uh, there's it appears to be an extortion scheme, a, a fake lawsuit. They're suing Subway that the tuna isn't tuna. In fact, it's not even fish. Why is it an extortion scheme if, it's, if they're claiming they have a tuna sandwich and it turns out it's not tuna? Because it is tuna. I thought you, they're clearly looking for a settlement. I thought you said they tested it and it's not tuna. No, I said they said they tested oh, okay. it and it's not tuna. Then why don't they, you believe them? What did they say it was? <laughs> they did what did they not, claim it was? They don't. That's the thing. They said it's not tuna, but we can't tell you what it is. Oh, gosh, it's probably really bad then. Not only is it tuna, it's wild-caught tuna. It's the best tuna, according okay. to the good folks at Subway. I like Subway. And I believe them, and I love Subway, and I'm going to go yep. get a tuna sub today. We go to Subway all the time. It, you know, if a foot-long sandwich isn't actually a foot-long, it doesn't bother me. I've had a single sandwich from Subway my entire life. Really? Yeah. Do you have a pre- preferred brand? Uh, you mean as far as sandwiches yeah. go? No, I, it's just my kind chain. of like, uh, I, I'm a, I'm a, I like Togo's. They're good. I got to say. It's a strong sandwich. First time I had a Togo's, I thought, why have I, why have I been eating at Subway? But it's same, like a different world but of But same sandwich. thing at Togo's. I've had a single sandwich at Togo's my entire Togo's experience. That's funny. You seem like a sandwich guy, but you're not so much. <laughs> you seem like a sandwich no, guy. I'll, I'll destroy that same sandwich for 14 consecutive days. It's just uh, I, I, I find things I like at a restaurant, and I do not vary. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. You, you've not only eaten at Subway once. You just get one thing over. Yeah, no, well, I'm in that category. I've, I've only gotten one thing ever. Meatball marinara? <laughs> yes. Excellent. <laughs> wow. It's a good sandwich. That's the only sandwich I've ever gotten at Subway. Simpatico. All right. Another uh, brief story. We talked about this at uh, greater length yesterday, very late in the show. But Helen Pluckrose, who's one of the trio of academics, along with uh, 
um, uh, Lindsay, James Lindsay, who wrote the brilliant, brilliant book, Cynical Theories, which you should read about critical race theory and how insidious it is. Helen has started an organization called Counterweight that gives you tools to fight against the indoctrination of your children and the indoctrination of you at your workplace or maybe your university or wherever in this uh, cynical race theory, this insidious, racist, so-called social justice movement has some great tools for you, letters you can send to your employer or your university explaining eloquently with examples, with citations, with quotes, why you don't think this training should be happening. Uh, we have the link at armstrongandgetty.com. I think it's under hot links. Armstrongandgetty.com. Check it out. Use it. Yeah, you're sticking your head up a little bit. You might get a yeah. little attention. It's not going along to get along. I I admire anybody who's willing to do that. I think you mark yourself as a problem of employee. And when it comes time to cut the workforce, they're going to choose you over someone else. Uh, we, we all need to stand up about, against this or it's going right. to ruin America. Yeah, you will have a job, indeed, in the future in the Marxist states of America. Enjoy that. It's easy for me to say. My job is yelling about this stuff. But it's it's insidious and it's dangerous. But you do I'm what you think is right. But if 35 with a couple of young kids, and this is uh, you know how I provide my insurance and living, I'm not sure I want to do that. So that's a tough uh, one. Find a different way to fight. Use a synonym. Tweet. Write a blog. Email Slash your friends. Slash their tires. Slash their tires. Throw a Subway tuna sandwiches at them. I don't know. Sugar in the gas tank. <laughs> bada boom, bada Banana boom. Banana in the anyway. tailpipe. <laughs> Banana in the tailpipe. I'm not sure that does any harm. Uh, no, I saw it in a Beverly Hills Cop movie. It they, blows oh. up the car? No, they just couldn't start. Like, it just oh. like it choked out the engine or something. I don't, sure. They didn't really explain it. but hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you cut off the exhaust, an engine will die. A nanner seems a little yeah, insufficient for a, the task. Banana would do I the think trick. a potato is a better food stuff for that prank. The hotel I, that he was uh, he was at didn't have potatoes, I guess. I feel like we've gotten off of the topic. In which way? Um, uh, so we need to get to the the utterly horrific oh, yeah. San Francisco school story soon. What a story. Um, That coming up. Did you hear this? Probably not. If a right-winger does this sort of stuff, oh, my God, look how dumb right-wingers are. Look how crazy they are. Look how dangerous they are. RFK Jr., the son of the great Robert F. Kennedy, who has schools named after him all across the country. I think Indeed. I went to an RFK middle school. At some point. RFK Jr. says Hank Aaron died from getting the vaccine. Oh, my God. He's an anti-vaxxer and is really big on that. And he's got no facts to back that up and just went around saying it. And even his own family is saying, no, he just he says stuff like that. And it's not true. And, but but again, you didn't hear that in the media, did it? Did you? One of the one of the, you know, part of the uh, the mythological Camelot family of the left. Uh, says something completely crazy. You don't even hear about it. Obviously, if it was a Trump or a Bush or somebody like that, science oh denier, crackpot. Exactly, exactly. That's the only reason I brought it up. Hank Aaron did not die because he got the vaccine. So keep that in mind. Um, San Francisco School Board votes unanimously to rename schools, including taking Washington, Lincoln, and Jefferson off of schools. Absolutely amazing. Happy to see pushback in an opinion piece in the Chronicle, which is very well written and salty. And what other names were taken off? That's next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, 
California has a reputation of uh, being uh, pretty darn nutty, in San Francisco in particular. And uh, this following segment will indicate how it is well-earned and appropriate. So the San Francisco School District, one of the biggest school districts in the country, which, by the way, uh, next year will be $75 million in the red, Mm, nice. had a school board meeting the other night. Um, to follow up on some stuff from two years ago, in 2018, the school board or, or an advisory committee came up with a list of schools that they should change the names of because they're, uh, they're, they're, they're just mean-spirited. We shouldn't have schools named after slave owners, for instance, like Washington and Jefferson. And that got some attention, but the school board made it clear, well, that's just an advisory committee. That doesn't mean it's going to make it to the school board. doesn't mean we're going to vote on it. doesn't mean it's going to pass. Calm down. Trump tweeted about it, though, which kind of raised the stakes a little bit. So I think that has something to do with this. And made the mainstream media say, no, 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 don't worry about this. If Trump's uh, against it, then it's got to be fine. So um, there was a school board meeting on Tuesday night. The agenda did not include, by the way, items related to uh, academic or the uh, academic um, achievement or the health impact on students or about reopening schools or any of the stuff that's going on with schools right now. Right. Right. In fact, of course the not. kids are depressed and not learning or anything like that. They didn't have any time for that. I'm trying to find a way where I can hold the newspaper and get some light here. Um, it's an actual newspaper, folks. It's yeah. so charming. Yeah, it is. And I find them way easier to read than the than what they do online. But anyway, uh, much of the meeting was dedicated to issues related to racism, including the renaming as well uh, of the schools, as well as this. For instance, the board unanimously voted to issue a formal apology to Native American families for land theft and the pain and trauma caused by racist imagery in textbook and mascots over the years. The so, school board of San Francisco yeah. apologizing for how much uh, land did they thieve? So, again, no time for the, hey, kids are killing themselves and not learning anything. How could we get the schools open? No time on that. Apologize for land theft, Indians, that sort of stuff. And then got to the whole renaming 44 San Francisco schools, which they voted unanimously to do. And it includes a whole bunch of big names like Washington, Lincoln, and Jefferson. Let me read this op-ed piece in the Chronicle today, which I really like. This is from the Chronicle editorial board, by the way. The liberal San Francisco Chronicle. For the past year, the shuttered San Francisco schools have been schools in name only. So perhaps it's, perhaps it's fitting that the school board has taken to occupying itself by tinkering with their names. The members of the city's board of education, having largely quit the education business and rebranded themselves as amateur historians, found much of history unfit for the honor of association with their empty classrooms. The school board voted late Tuesday to rename 44 schools. As we mentioned, the cleansing extends to fully a third of the district's campuses, sparing no name that, according to the Internet research of the board and its emissaries, quote, significantly diminished the opportunities of those amongst us to the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, as the board resolution put it. Never mind that the name of the man for whom the board just quoted, Thomas Jefferson, was deemed no longer suitable for attachment to one of the schools. It they is are kind completely of funny. immune to wisdom and irony. It is pretty funny that they quote life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, then take Thomas Jefferson's name off of a school. In the same meeting. Nine, God. Nine it's like and, arguing with a dog, but a very dangerous one. This is from the editorial board of the Chronicle, by the way. It's just amazing. In fact, nine of the ten presidents who lent their names to city schools fell short of the school board's stringent standards, up to including George Washington. 
Uh, there may have been some confusion over which Roosevelt was the namesake of the middle school, but it didn't matter. The school names advisory committee judged both of them too offensive. Uh, while most of the country is rightly engaged in removing racist monuments to the Confederacy, only in San Francisco must the heroes of the Union be toppled. And then it goes through some of the biggest names. I've got the entire 44 schools here. I don't know a lot of these names, but some of them are amazing. Obviously, George Washington, who's on a high school. You know who George Washington is, I I do, indeed. Um, Herbert Hoover, U.S. president that can't be on a school for some reason. Because he lived in the past and had the attitudes of the past. That's why. And because, as we made the point earlier, Marxists need to erase our history. Paul Revere was taken off a K-8 through school. Um, there's an Alamo Elementary. They took the name Alamo off of a school. They didn't like that. People shot uh, Mexican immigrants from there. Plenty of Hispanic names were taken off because they were Spanish explorers. That is, you know... Um, imperialists who came to take over the land. But wait a minute, they're the ancestors of the Hispanic people who are victims. You got Vasco Vasco de Balboa, you got Pedro de Alvarado, uh, lots of Spanish names. Uh, James Garfield, U.S. President. William Henry Groton, an Irish author. Thomas Jefferson. Francis Scott Key. Wow. Can't be on, uh, it was an elementary school named after him. William McKinley, another president. James Marshall, sawmill, who was a sawmill, or, uh, sawmill worker at Sutter's Mill. For some reason, you can't be on there. James Monroe, another president. John Muir, the uh, naturalist, environmentalist. Father of the National Park System. Jose Ortega, Spanish colonizer. Jose Bernardo Sanchez, Spanish missionary. Junipor Serra, Spanish priest. Philip Sheridan, uh, that's a general. Tecumseh Sherman, okay, those are Confederates. That's not surprising. Those those people are coming off. No, no, no. Sherman's on the right side. What am I talking about there? Uh, he was on the winning side. Doesn't matter. Sure. Robert Louis Stevenson, author. Daniel Webster, considered the greatest senator of all time, U.S. statesman. Uh, and, and, but and probably the, had the, the attitudes of his day about... Women are gay or something and can't be. Wasn't Webster one of the great abolitionists? That doesn't matter, obviously. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. For anybody who thinks, well, yeah, you can't have racism. He and Lincoln, I mean, between the two of them, may be the greatest freers of humanity in our history. Uh, Lots of people showed up to argue on behalf of having these school names changed. They don't know what they're going to change them to yet. They've got uh, a while to come up with names and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure that's going to be... God, can you imagine how that's going to be argued among the woke crowd? No. Uh, who's better than who? The pecking order of that, that's going to be very complicated. It'll but, uh, remind you probably of the uh, utterly ridiculous Oregon Who Gets Vaccinated board that would spend endless uh, days arguing about whether, you know, uh, blind lesbians should get the shot first or, I don't know, uh, I- immigrant uh, amputees. Uh, one of the quotes in the newspaper, the argument at the school board meeting was, we have, we have children walking around our high school with the names of slave owners on their chest. Because you have, you know... Washington yeah, me, High on your shirt. Yeah, give me 10 minutes. I'll explain it to them to I, their satisfaction. They'll I, be perfectly comfortable with it. And 10 minutes is generous. That in that allows time for Q&A. Well, Imbeciles. So the kids you know, it's, it's a combination of the useful idiots and the, the avowed Marxists who want to erase our history. It's awful. 
How many it, of them are? How many of them understand what you've been talking about—that it's uh, tearing down history so that you can install, you know, an entirely new system? How many of them know that? How many of them are just like going along? Actually, this makes sense to them. I think the vast majority of people—it just makes sense to them somehow. Right. I think they're incredibly lacking in wisdom and historical perspective. But the Marxists. Um, and, and their allies, they understand that that is the weight that they can apply to the fulcrum. The weight of the ignorant masses is so important, uh, to the actual Marxists who want to tear apart our history. So they whip them up and they encourage them. They donate to them, the rest of it. Well, I live long enough to see Barack Obama canceled. He, his name can't 100%. be on anything because he was anti-gay marriage as he ran for president. Well, one of our beloved listeners he believed pointed gay out, marriage was between a man and or marriage was between a man and a woman. That's what his his uh, faith told him. He'll be canceled. Yeah, got an email earlier. Are you ah, changing any of your lifestyle habits for living long enough to see uh, Obama? I, I just need all the information before I, I lay down the wager. I probably Obama canceled. Good, Michael. That was skillful. Am I still eating uh, outrageous bars for dinner? Yes, I am. <laughs> When you two children are done, I'd like to proceed. BK writes, the FBI is about to release the tapes they have of Martin Luther King Jr. in a few years. Martin Luther King, devout Christian, may have said something derogatory about gay people. Sure Will did. that be the end of his name on public buildings, streets, pools? Will they tear down the monument only recently built on the National Mall, the mall to ML King? How can you possibly allow Martin Luther King Jr. to remain an American icon if you are a Marxist critical race theory person not who's mention, rejected King's teachings completely. Not to mention the whole Me Too thing with Martin Luther King Jr. when all this sex stuff comes out. Yeah, yeah, and some of it a little bit rapey, uncomfortably rapey. Uh, yeah, he absolutely. So that's done. Wow. Didn't think this would happen. Uh, it's happened. It doesn't have to. Fight it. Armstrong and Getty. I have a feeling I'm opening myself up to a lambasting by asking this question, but um, how often do you change up your mask that you wear? Not often. Okay, so I'm not the only one. No. Because you're supposed to wear a new one all the time, right? Because the theory is that you're sucking in the COVID, breathing it in, getting it on there. And if you touch it with your hands incorrectly, you're going to blah, blah, blah. Um, so you're supposed to change your mask all the time. I have been wearing, like, I probably went, I don't know, yesterday was a very busy day. I might have gone six, seven different places that I had to put a mask on, including mm. work. I wore the same mask at every place that I have worn for at least a month, maybe two. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've... I... I have a different mask in... In uh, my car, one in Judy's car, I have one in my man purse. You could call it a briefcase, but it's a man purse, let's be honest. Uh, one on the desk that I bring into the studio. Uh, so I have a bunch of different ones. Yeah, I do I get credit for that? I don't know. Probably not the way you're supposed to do it. Oh, hey, I was just reading about uh, the South African strain. Uh, not surprisingly, su- surprisingly, South Africa's gotten hammered yeah. with the South African strain. Hmm. Coincidence? Uh, <laughs> the New York Times, do I have this in front of me? New York Times did a story about uh, really great trends in the coronavirus, but man, how many times do you have to get fooled? It dips, then it comes roaring back for a variety of reasons. I don't know. Well, 
December was the deadliest month of the entire pandemic until two days ago, and now January is the deadliest month of the pandemic for Americans in the U.S. But mid-January looks much better than early January. Isn't that just because the uh, post-holiday cases were so enormous? Well, what did Biden say yesterday? His department said they're expecting 100,000 dead over the next four weeks. Next next month is going to be worse than this month. So we're not we're not done with breaking records yet. So yeah. boy, until that happens, obviously you're not going to get back to normal. Well, grain of salt here because we don't deal in sensationalism like virtually every other media outlet in America. New cases in the U.S. have fallen 35 percent over the past three weeks. Hospitaliz- hospitalizations have dropped as well. Deaths have not, but they stabilized, and it's a lagging indicator. We know how that works. You got to get exposed, you get sick, you get hospitalized, you die. Uh, Jennifer Nuzzo, epidemiologist at Johns Hopkins, said, I like the trends we are seeing, and I am personally hopeful that things are going to get better, but there are a number of things that could also go yeah, wrong. But most of that isn't because of the vaccine, though, right? That's just, it's run its course enough places? Well, excellent point. Because not uh, that many people have gotten the vaccine. 5%, the, I think? The next thing they say is, we may be in the very early stages of herd immunity. Roughly 100 million Americans seem to have had the virus, and for because for every person who tests positive, three more have had it without being diagnosed, studies suggest. Another 24 million have received a vaccine shot, so that's 124 million out of 340 million of us. About a third of us have at least some degree of immunity that may be enough to begin, to begin slowing the spread, as uh, uh, a different doctor says. And they think more Americans may be coming around to wearing masks and saying sto- staying socially distanced. Not everybody, but more. Over half of people don't get symptoms. That's the number after a year of studying this. Over half of people get zero symptoms who catch That's this thing. Mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling. How many people listening right now had it and have no idea? Yeah, and, and we are down substantially from the peak of new coronavirus cases per million residents. Um, as is Western Europe, Canada, and Japan... Well, Japan a little less so. What the color is that? Anyway, um, but it's down from an enormous peak. So, yeah, it's a trend, and it looks pretty good, but, you know, uh, how to interpret it is difficult to say. We'll just keep uh, keep chugging along. Scariest thing I heard yesterday was a two-word phrase uh, that I never can remember. Environmental justice, or is it climate justice? Either way, it's the same thing. Climate Um, justice. So very similar to when I heard them talking about vaccine equity, I knew we were about to have a disaster. Uh, Things weren't going to work right. Same thing is going to happen with environmental justice. I don't know what that's going to be, but I know it's going to be very, very expensive and do very little to change the direction of climate change. God, and stop talking about the Paris Accords. Do most people know what that is? God, the media got no. so excited when Obama signed up for it, so unhappy when Trump got out of it, and so excited when Biden signed back up to it. It's meaningless. It's a yeah. meaningless piece of paper. It's a gesture. Maybe you think it's important that the United States is the biggest country. Make the gesture that we're on board. But China and India haven't met the target goals of it. They signed on to it, but they haven't met up to any of the obligations. So who cares? And it's all voluntary. It's, it's all voluntary. Yeah. 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 Big deal. Quit acting like that's a big deal. Either that Trump got out or that Trump Biden's getting in. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, it's funny. This is a tangent. Do we have time for this? Yeah, we always do. It's our show. Um, you were talking about uh, how, uh, you know, the environmental or climate justice hold on to your wallet because you know it's going to be incredibly expensive, whatever the hell it means. It, it reminds me of a note a friend of mine made about uh, the the Democratic Party's desire to centralize school power in Washington, D.C., that the Department of Education should have much more control, much less local control. Folks, that's so all the education money flows through D.C. If you're tapping a pipeline of money for your own wealth and power and that of your cronies and your family, do you want to tap into a small pipeline or a medium pipeline or a gigantic pipeline that that vast numbers of people can drain and sucker the American taxpayers? That's what centralized power is all about, you fools. Anyway, getting back to the environmental thing. Uh, Biden cranking out with his phone and his pen an unprecedented number of executive orders, including devastating orders uh, to the uh, gas, oil, and coal industries. He announced, uh, you may have heard, the revocation of the approval of the Keystone XL pipeline, which has leapt through every single hoop, leapt over every single hurdle that's been put in front of it. It is perfectly safe. It reduces emissions. It is good for the environment. But they had to take it down as a sop to the environmental wackadoodles. It's entirely symbolic. It will not only not do any good, it'll do harm. And they're making this argument about green jobs and fossil fuels and how one's good and the other one's evil. And in clip 50 here, we've got a bit of a back and forth with Joe Biden expressing the uh, the point of view I'm describing and Steve Daines, Republican senator from Montana, responding. Go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry, which one? Clip 50. When I think of climate change, I think of and the answers to it. I think of jobs. A key plank of our Build Back Better recovery plan is building a modern, resilient climate infrastructure and clean energy future that will create millions of good-paying union jobs. It's 11,000 jobs that are cut with the one stroke of the pen of President Biden. It looks like President Biden is uh, working on a make America unemployed again kind of strategy, uh, thinking more about Saudi Arabian workers and Montana workers and U.S. workers. You know, that's some good provocative talk, uh, Steve, and he had some other things to say. I would make these points instead. Number one, the idea that it's either or uh, new green technologies or fossil fuels is idiotic. You develop the one while tapering off the other or letting the other continue until the green energy programs are ready to take over. Yet another example of how screwed up California is, they went to solar and wind, and and then they realized, oh, it's dark at night, and sometimes the wind doesn't blow. And so there's no power. I mean, just idiotic. So it's not an either-or. That is a false choice. And the second thing is, and this shows how incredibly, it's I was going to say insensitive, but it's beyond that. It's abusive. They are to working Americans, hardworking Americans. With a stroke of the pen, all those jobs are gone, and the the nice lady from Massachusetts, who's the new head of the Department of Labor, I can't remember her name, but she says, well, yeah, they can get jobs coding or building those new uh, solar panels. Yeah, when? The Keystone XL pipeline eliminated probably something like 12,000 jobs immediately. Those people are laid off. They are out of work. That's the breadwinner, the spouse, the children. Are they supporting grandparents? 
or disabled relatives or whatever, their job is over. And you're telling them to learn to code or go go somewhere and learn how to make solar panels. I mean, how how abusive is that? How just insensitive, again, it's insufficient. How incredibly don't give a damn is that about actual working families? It's It's just awful. How about you install a program? Would you like to be part of a clean energy job of the future? Uh, here's how you apply. And then you can move out of oil and gas or whatever. It's just, it's unbelievable. And the fact that people don't think this through makes me insane. They canceled all the leases and federal, any future leases on federal land to drill the rest of it. Alaska's pissed. Canada's pissed. All these workers are laid off. It's incredible. And it won't do any good. So we've been talking a lot about today, well, for weeks and months, and will be about uh, the schools not being open. They should be open. Even Biden's CDC department says it should be open, though the White House seemed to back the teachers' unions. Anyway, we got this text. My wife and brother-in-law and two of my brothers are teachers, and they've all been teaching full-time since August 1st of last year. Not one kid has gotten sick from COVID, and every one of them works for a private or church school system. And by the way, having some knowledge of those kind of schools... It's not like they spent a gazillion dollars. The teachers unions are claiming, we need billions of dollars across America to have the schools safe. No, they, they bought some hand sanitizer and moved the desks apart. Right, had the little kids wear masks and the teachers wearing a mask. And everybody's fine, you liars, you extortionists. Yeah, that's a maddening story. I tell you what, um, bunch of other I stuff. think they've, they've overplayed their hand, these teachers unions, to the point that it will end them. I certainly Hope so. That'd be awesome. Any organization capable of this level of evil should go away. That would be awesome. Anybody else with insight on that, by the way, text line 415-295-KFTC. We'll have to check in and see what the GameStop stock is at right now. (laughs) Yeah, hey, any teachers who are uh, fighting your unions, uh, you can text or you can email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Tell us about it. You will be anonymous, of course. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Getting more vaccines is great, but we really need to re-examine the way we give them out, especially in Philadelphia, where they made the uh, oopsie-daisy of letting college kids distribute vaccines, and the result was a disaster. Well, yeah. The only thing college kids are good at distributing are ultimate Frisbee sign-up sheets and HPV. (laughs) Apparently, the city contracted out their vaccine oversight to a startup called Philly Fighting COVID, run by a 22-year-old CEO whose resume included teaching a high school film class, producing videos of people longboarding, and practicing parkour. So he's not qualified to manage health care, but he is qualified to date your (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Wow. Wow. That was just a shot at college students, really. Yes. That's all that was. Out of bounds. Um, so they had a vote the other day among Republicans. It doesn't matter what it was about. It just the, the, the point is that only five Republicans showed interest in impeaching and booting Donald Trump. And you need 17 for it to matter. And so without that, Democrats were thinking, okay, so now what are we doing? Uh, this from the politics section of the New York Times. Democrats consider one-week impeachment trial or censure resolution after GOP signals likely acquittal of Trump. So after they saw the vote came in and realized there's no chance in hell 
he's going to actually be convicted, and then we get to have the vote where he can't be in politics anymore? Um, what are we trying to do here? And, and will we look like jackasses having gone through the same charade a second time? Several Democrat senators said Wednesday that they're eager to move on to coronavirus pandemic relief, climate legislation, cabinet confirmations, and other items on President Biden's list rather than going through a trial. Bracing for the prospect of a likely acquittal, Senate Democrats are eyeing either a rapid-fire impeachment trial as short as one week just to get it over with and done, Mm -hmm. knowing that they're not going to get the votes they need, or just contemplating the alternative of a censure. That could now, that could possibly attract a little bit of support from Republicans, and they could say, "There, we censured him." Now I'm in favor of an impeachment trial. If it's going to delay the climate agenda and the rest of this hooey, do an impeachment. Stretch it out. The rethinking of the plan to try Trump on the charge that he incited the Capitol insurrection riot reflects a growing desire among most Democrats to move forward with Biden's agenda uh, rather than spend time on an impeachment. Lost their nerve. Well, I think if I've I've been saying this now for weeks, even before that vote. If I'm a Democrat, I think this does us more harm than good. Yeah, I understand the 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 super Trump haters have this lust for some sort of justice and vengeance, but I don't know. You got to keep your eye on the ball. If I'm a Democrat, I don't want impeachment. I think impeachment will help Republicans. I think it'll actually help Trump, and I think it'll help Republicans of of getting all worked up about uh, this mess again. And uh, and slow down Biden get anything accomplished. Well, and as you know, I agree with you. So now I'm in favor of impeachment. So interesting. Do whatever you want, you bunch of jackasses. Oh, that was Tim Kaine uh, leading the the charge. By the way, on that yesterday, he was uh, on Hillary's, censure. Hillary, yeah, he he's okay. big on censure. Hillary Clinton's running mate from back in sixteen. You know, and he, fine choice he was. I'm too. sure he doesn't think much of Trump, but he realizes what what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. So a follow-up on our previous discussion of the utterly irrational, ignorant, hypocritical, egotistical, and Marxist, other than that, it's fine, plan to remove the names of uh, historical figures from all the schools in San Francisco. Uh, Great point from a friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, John. What about uh, San Francisco's Cesar Chavez Elementary School? He was militantly anti-illegal immigrant. He regularly used the term, and I only use it as a historical reference, he regularly used the term wetback to describe illegal immigrants who he believed drove down the wages of his organized farm workers. He believed that because it was true. And he, like anybody with any sense, understands unfettered flow from the third world into low-paying jobs in the United States will skew wages lower. And he was against that. But by the 21st century woke standards, you got to cancel Cesar Chavez. I know he's a hero to a lot of Mexican-Americans, but too bad. The guy who freed the slaves got canceled. So your man's next. Or you can stand up against Marxism. Your choice, my friends. Everybody's next, I think. Of course they are. Of course they are. In fact, whoever's the head of the school board, and I've got a pretty decent vocabulary. I remember the tests uh, in high school. Uh, I can't come up with words strong enough to describe the utter moral and and uh, intellectual bankruptcy of the San Francisco school board. But whoever's leading it, that hero of wokeism, they will be canceled probably within 18 months. Because some something they express today will no longer be the party line. 
uh, in you know in eighteen months, and and you should know the party line refers to communism. So, anyway, it's a it's 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 cultural revolution stuff. It's pretty crazy. It it really is, and I understand. There's uh, you know there's the lunatic fringe in talk radio, and you you know everybody's opinion of uh, who's on that fringe is their own. And I'll let you have your own opinion, but. There is a lot of paranoia and misinformation stuff in talk radio, and I sometimes I hate to talk in apocalyptic terms because I'm not that kind of guy, and you're not that kind of guy. But I truly, truly believe this is a fight for the soul yeah. of the United States of America. I agree with you. There are people that say crazy things on talk radio that are never going to happen, just to scare you and get you to listen. Obama's going to invade Texas. This actually happened Tuesday. The San Francisco School Board, one of the biggest school districts in America, voted unanimously to take George Washington's name off of a school. Right. That actually happened. And they're not even discussing opening the schools, even though since everybody with kids has fled San Francisco, except the poor black families and Hispanic families, practically. So, and, and I'm not Mr. Let's point out the race. If it's a problem, it's a problem. Doesn't matter what your kid looks like. But the fact that they would sacrifice those kids specifically on the altar of the teachers' unions and political correctness just shows how, as I said before, they are utterly, morally, and intellectually bankrupt, vacant. Have you seen the bear chasing the skier down the hill? I have not. I like the skier in that matchup. If they were going up the hill, obviously, does the skier totally look, different. look like a, an advanced skier? Knows how to ski. It's not. Okay. It's not me. Okay. No chance the bear catches. Yeah, yeah. The I, I like the skier in this scenario. You're uh, supposed although, to run downhill anyway, aren't you? Uh, no, you zigzag and go up a tree. I have no idea. <laughs> well, a couple of factors. Number one, it could be the pressure of not falling off your skis will make you fall off your skis, even though you're normally a good skier. Plus, at the bottom, you got to uh, take off your ski pants because of the load there. <laughs> you run down, or do you, you scare them? No, that's the hiccups. Uh, feed a feed a fever, starve an alligator. Well, the, I can't, uh-huh. can't well, those are ailments. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.